This is the Emergency Medical Minute. Real, raw, relevant emergency medical education. the show all right so i just have a brief one this morning but it was about clavicle fractures which i know are very exciting you know we all love them no i'm just kidding. they're they're actually you know usually kind of I, I think we tend to probably if anything over blow them off you know we see them as just ah, just a clavicle fracture and then um just want to make sure we, you know we're always complete with those because you know the the force that it takes to break a clavicle sometimes can be significant to have other injury pneumothorax I mean, worst case scenario, aortic or, you know, some other kind of vascular injury um, or even, you know, scapular fracture or other rib fractures. So um, just kind of want to review a couple salient points with that. The majority of fractures are in the middle third and even higher percentage in kids. Like in adults, it's something like 68, 70 percent. Um, in kids, it's like 90 percent or that middle third of the clavicle. Um, typically, the treatment is just kind of that sling, non-operative. They used to use a lot more of the figure of eight. Um, sling and swath, all those kind of things, they found that it's not much difference of outcome with those. Now, I think what we've kind of seen is this transition that everybody leaves here and we all have the mentality, you're fine, non-operative, and that's the end of it. Um, they've actually, you know, did this um, kind of compilation of a bunch of trials and they actually found out that um, there are much better outcomes with surgery. Now, granted, it's not for every patient, but it's because there's such a high incidence of non-union with, with some of those fractures. So, especially if they're significantly displaced, there are probably a lot more that end up, you know, surgery or would benefit from surgery than we probably realize in the emergency department. So um, probably good not to like just paint this picture of you'll never have surgery for this. You're fine, even though that's the majority still to go that way. Um, but probably more often than we think. And I was trying to find the paper, but it, it's 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 a decent percentage of people that would benefit from surgery. Um, the other ones that should always get us attention are the medial third. So closer to the sternum, um, it speaks to the amount of force that it takes to break that part of the clavicle. So not only looking for disruption of that sternoclavicular joint, um, but really looking inside. And my, my personal practice is I get a CT on those patients um, just because there, there is such important vascular structures under there. Um, high association with kind of these upper rib fractures as well, pneumothorax and a few other things. So medial third fractures should get our attention a lot more. Those distal thirds, not too much. There, there's a higher uh, degree of AC separation, um, but shouldn't change management too much from the medial third, at least from the ER perspective. So. I uh, just wanted to kind of bring that out there, especially kind of the surg surgical part of it that, uh, you know, probably happens more often than we think. So, all right. Thanks, guys.